Welcome to today's podcast for Sable Church. Uh, my name is Doug Porter, and I am with Nate and Ma'am Beckman from Bangkok, Thailand. Bangkok, Thailand. Couldn't remember the name of the city. Thailand, because yes. there's a lot of cities in Thailand. There are a few. Yes. <laughs> and how long have you guys been there? We've been there together since 2003. Yes. So you were born there, lived there. Yes, born there, grew up there, lived there. So, so I got to know, how did you meet then? You're you're born in the United States. That's true. Go over as a missionary? <laughs> I, I did. did. Yeah, I went over as a missionary. I went over there uh, thinking that I was going to be a single missionary. Little did I know that, I, that God had prepared my life partner over there just sort of waiting for me. So we joke around, we say that we met in prison, and that's half true, because we did meet through a prison ministry. We worked for a, a missionary couple who had a very large prison ministry, still do, in Bangkok. And while she was in Bible college, we worked together in that ministry, as well as worked together in a church ministry as well. So how old were you when you went over as a missionary? I was, uh, I think first time I was 26. 26, yep. and you were there how long till you, till you met? We met the very first day we were there. Wow. Yeah, so yes. we went there. I went there on a, on a survey trip, and I was there for about a couple weeks on a survey trip, went back as a short-term missionary, and I was there two and a half months. We knew each other for a couple of years before we really started talking to each other. Yep. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, after we started talking to each other a year later, <laughs> we decided to get hitched. That's so, crazy. Yep. So how did you become a Christian? Um, I first went to uh, English uh-huh. program that the church offers. So I went there when I was about 10 years old with my best friends. And then I, they will teach free English and then free Bible. So you have to sit pretty much after English is learning the Bible. So that's the beginning of learning to know about God and the Bible and the Christian there. Uh, the interesting thing was, is this, this particular English class and Bible study was led by Filipino missionaries who by, themselves had been dis, led to the Lord, discipled by American missionaries in the Philippines. Yep. Wow. So she was one to the Lord through really sort of, she's like a grandchild to American sure. missionaries yes. in the spiritual sense. Yeah. Yep. I just think that's cool that that actually works because you hear yes. all the time of people like, I'm going over to short-term missions to teach English in another yep. country and you're like... Does that really work? But it does. It yeah. really proof does. Of it. Yeah. It not, proof that that kind of ministry works, as well as just frankly, minis- missions works. Sure. Yes. We right. go yeah. share the gospel. People share the gospel with yeah. others. They end up going overseas themselves. Yeah. So that she was one to the Lord, not by American missionaries, but by yeah. Filipino missionaries. Yeah. So wow. after a year, I attend that, you know, so started comparing Buddhism and Christianity. So yeah. Buddhism, if they have their own way, I can't make it because it's so strict and so hard, you know. Um, And then here, Jesus Christ died for my sin. So like, if each religion's got its own way, I will pick God and choose, you know, to save by Jesus Christ, the cross. So I got saved after a year, you know. So when you were 11? 12. 12 Yeah, 11, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there, yep. So then you were just attending the church and then serving in the church and that's where you met? Well, so this was in a different city. Yeah, a different okay. city. She grew up. Grew she, up. The, this missionary couple that led her to the Lord really became like parents to her because yeah. she had a very difficult home life. Yeah. Very, very difficult without getting into too much detail. So those missionaries basically asked her mom if they could take her and raise her in their home. Oh. Yeah. And her mom, knowing the situation wasn't great, said, yeah. yeah. So she became like a daughter to them, grew up in their in their ministry, served was taught to by these missionaries to serve the Lord, and further yeah. down the road, mm-hmm. 
you committed to go to Bible school, yes. and that's yep. when she moved to Bangkok to go to Bible school, which is where okay. I met her yeah, in Bangkok. Yep. Yes. Got I was you. the first one, and then my sister came to know the Lord second in my family. And then my mom, after praying for her for 10 years. Yep. Wow. 10 yeah. years of praying for So that works, too. That, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Praise the Lord, it does. Because no, sometimes yeah. you, there's nothing more you can do when people are hard and they don't want to listen. Yep. You can right. still pray. Mm-hmm. Yep, a lot of people think that they, they're just not going to get anywhere. You yeah, know, and no. yep. There really is no such thing as a lost cause. Yep, no. well, I'm proof. We're all proof, right? Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, okay, so, um, well, one of the stories i got to get in here is the story of Pastor trying to get over to <laughs> Thailand here yes. in, it was, was it February? It was, yes. He was. I think he was supposed to come like the very first or second week of yes. March, something like that. Which had been planned for how long? About a year. About a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting closer. We had the whole trip on our end planned out. Sure. Ready to go. And then COVID gets, it's getting a little worse, a little worse. And I don't want to be after, if you knew other things that have gone on with Salem trying to come over and visit us and how those trips never worked out, I was not going to be the one that said, uh, Pastor Nemers, nah, don't come. <laughs> So I was so grateful, literally, when he says, he calls me up and he says his words. And you can imagine how, how he would say, Nathan, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this feels a little different. And I said, I'm so thankful that you're calling. So it was really smart that he called in and that they canceled because shortly thereafter, Thailand was locking down fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're still locked down. down. Pardon me? Yeah. It, there's pot- well, well, he would have been able to come back to the States yes. because of repatriation and that stuff. Yeah. But it would have been challenging. He would have had to. How did you guys get out then? So because we all have American citizenship. Okay. Um, basically, during this time, and I think the United States is still doing it, that if you have American citizenship, you mm-hmm. can still come back to the States. It's considered sure. repatriation. Yeah. And most of those countries are happy, happy to get Americans yeah. out of there oh, back yeah, to America. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, it came down to the wire, and, I, and I'm glad that he was the one that canceled. So was it getting worse there faster, or before it was here? It was. It was, it was really it was. strange, and partly because Thailand depends so much on Chinese tourism and Chinese business. Mm-hmm. For the month of January, Thailand was the number two country in the world for reported cases. Mm-hmm. And then they locked down. Mm-hmm. And then Thailand is nowhere near the top of any. In fact, I think they've only had something like 58 deaths total wow. in the whole time. But there was a period of time because, yeah. yeah, Chinese interests, Chinese investments, Chinese business, Chinese tourists, all right. that. Yeah. They're, all, they're, they're everywhere in Bangkok. Yeah. And so when they left and were shut down, Bangkok sort of emptied out too. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And they have it really under control. So under control so much, I can't even get back in right but now. But it's still that. Oh, you can't. No. But it's still that lockdown. I mean, yes. got everything closed. Their borders are closed. The and borders. Especially yeah. to Americans right now because the yeah. numbers are so high in America sure, yeah. that even though I have a visa to get back in, I, I right. can't. They, so now I what can't. are you going to do? Just going to hang out here? We'll see. Our ticket to go back mm-hmm. is scheduled for the end of December. And we'll, I'm hoping that something takes place where the numbers start getting yeah. better or something or a vaccine comes out. Something I don't really want to be the first person to take a new sure. vaccine. Sure. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to start growing like a, an arm out of my back or something. Right, right. <laughs> but I would do it if I, that meant I could go back to Thailand. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So let's, let's go there a little bit. So, okay. What is your, are you technically a pastor or 
I'm a missionary. Okay, you're a missionary. Yeah, I'm a missionary. That I, my my visa is a missionary visa, work, and my work permit is also a missionary work permit. When you permit. work over there, do you work as a pastor? I do. Okay, mm -hmm. I so do. you can be pastoral right now. Yes. Okay, yes. so I have a pastoral question. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so just what you just said. Yes. You would take the vaccine to go back. Yes, I would. So that I feel like a lot of people are so, you know, mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine, Guns, no guns. Like there's, you know, there's this line and it gets yep. political and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So pa pastor us in the area of where, where do you lay that stuff down for the gospel? Because people just tend to not do that. They're like, they'll fight their neighbor. They'll fight yes. their family. They'll fight whatever. How far do you go? I think there's sort of two levels there that you bring up a good point for the gospel. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to lay it all down. Amen. Everything. If it meant, if it meant I had to wear a dress. <laughs> I guess I would. Well, depending on what city, and not, not excluding the United States, <laughs> maybe I should take that one back. Um, I would lay it all down, absolutely, yeah. for the gospel, and I think that's biblical. Mm -hmm. Paul saying, "I become all things to all people that by uh, that I might just win some." But freedom, but America, but as it relates to the gospel, I know that's sort of gone. I know I, I sacrificed that all. Yeah, uh, and really, when I trusted Christ, right. When it comes to in the body of Christ with Christians, there's there's maybe some different standard that could be drawn where there needs to be deferring to one another in love. And so that means, as I see it inside the church, I'm willing, frankly, to sacrifice on that level as well, but I don't know it's to the same level as doing it to the, for, the, for the sake of unsaved people. Because in the body of Christ, those sh people should want to be doing the same thing for me. Right. Where when it relate as it relates to unsaved people, there's no directive for them to be right. sacrificing right. for me when I share the gospel with them. Sure. So I can. That's sort of a political, safe, politically safe type of answer for myself personally. I'm willing to lay it all down. I've, yeah. I've I I went past that barrier a long time ago, even in America. We're happy to wear masks, whether people around us are not we're right. wearing masks or not, because that's just, right. no one's offended by me wearing a mask. Right. So I'm okay with that. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so so you're stuck here. Stuck. Yeah. We don't know. It's all unknown. Who yep. knows? That's just yep. 2020, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, but you have kind of a new role, position, job, title, yes. responsibility, all of that. Yep. So can you do that from here? Let's explain what that new job so is. So my, my new role within our mission now is I've sort of taken on a pastoral role for all of the missionaries in Asia and the Pacific with Baptist Missions. Wow. How many? Is that? So right now, currently, it's 59 missionaries in 13 countries. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll still be stationed in Bangkok. That's still going to be our hub where we can make trips out of Bangkok and be really within six hours of all of those missionaries that are spread wow. throughout Asia and the Pacific if we stay in Bangkok. Mm -hmm. Can I do the job here? I can, I can Zoom and FaceTime yeah. and email, but as COVID is still present, I can't be visiting right. and have sort of hands-on, life-to-life, right. you know, type of experience, Each which I want to... Each going to have its own yes. regulations and Yes, and... so I honestly don't know where that goes in the next, in the short future, you know, yeah. the near future. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the new role is just really being a pastor to missionaries, whether out and all over the world. So what about your 
previous mission and your church and your yes. city and who, are you still yeah we're still going to be involved in that we're going to be taking because that that church being cloud baptist church on the west side of bangkok it's not at a place where it's self-supporting yet there are still our co-workers are still there and he is leading the work and i'm going to be sort of in a secondary role but we're able to take this role because number one, the team has grown where we have a couple couples there, two couples, actually three now, mm -hmm. that are really capable of doing the work as well by God's grace. It's really cool. Our people have grown over the years to a place where now they're serving as well, people mm -hmm. capable of leading worship and now um, teaching Sunday school, both the adult Sunday school class and children's Sunday school class is now being taught by our Thai uh, church members. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Yeah. And we started with zero. Long-term goal. Yeah. That, yeah. Yes. We yes. started with absolutely zero in 2009. There was no small group. There was no core group. There was no cell group. There was no one family saying, come to our church here. We started with in an area that we knew of no Christians. So um, now to have these people to come and be able to do that, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, hard, it's harder to say than that. It's really awesome. And then, so were, were you anticipating that not like not like specifically the job but like okay lord this is going well this is going well like what's next in our lives like were you, you kind of that's another really good question being prepped did you and... like prep up for this stuff <laughs> or what man so over so about two years ago i sat down with my other uh teammates and we just had a really serious honest discussion where we just said we don't we're, our church is at a place now we don't need three missionary couples so let's talk about one of us going out and maybe starting another church somewhere else where there is no church. It had pretty well been decided that Mam and I would be the ones to go. <laughs> you can take that however you like. <laughs> there was a vote, we lost. Wow, wow. <laughs> Not quite like that, no. Uh, we're sort of... <laughs> We're sort of, we're sort of that, those kinds of people right. that can go out and, yeah. and start new things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so over the last couple years, we did research, we did groundwork in four different locations that we had heard of a group of Christians or even a group of Christians had contacted us and said, would you consider this? So we start doing the research in each of those four locations, another church, another group mm -hmm. with whom we would not compete or go set up right next to, and they're not all mm -hmm. Baptists or anything like that, that we just were not going to go compete with them. Yeah when it started a church in those locations and on all four of those so we just it was for us that was that was closed door sure um and then to the point of being frankly a little frustrating like what are we doing here and we mm -hmm. kept you know going back and talking with our coworkers and said uh can we stay a little longer because something's not right here in the same time because we have the, we've had this discussion our team is is strong the people are serving we took it as an opportunity to serve other missionaries even in thailand and so uh, partly because over the last about six years, we've had six really good or six friends, missionary families who have left over discouragement. Mm. Um, so at, after the last family left and they were close, close friends of ours, we just finally said to each other from here on out, if we know something's going on, we're going to do something. And even if we're not invited to do something, we're going to get involved if we can. And they'll, if they don't want us, they'll, they'll have to be the ones that say back off. Mm -hmm. So we started talking to people. 
and we were able to go and fill in for one couple for about five months in their church plant so that they could take a break and come back to the States and sort of an unplanned furlough. After that, a couple months later, we went in and filled in for another couple for a month, six hours outside of Bangkok and their ministry mm -hmm. so that they could finish out their furlough. We were able to do this, frankly, because of the strength of the team and the growth in our church. And so we were already starting to do some of these things. This was sort of a burden in our heart, yeah. really just to try to help missionaries keep stay on the mission field, yeah. you know, and be an encouragement. And then the new president came into the mission. This is on my heart. President of Baptist Mission? Yes, okay. President of Baptist. There's a new President of Baptist Mid Missions. A, His name is Thailand. No. Yeah, no. President of Baptist Mid Missions. Uh, took the job and he had been the, the pastor of my church. So during this COVID situation is going on, I'm in my mind thinking, I've, I've, I've set this furlough up. I don't want to go back to America during COVID. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give till the end of April and I'm going to call him and I'm just going to ask permission to put furlough off for a year. I say the fourth week of April, I'm calling him. Third week of April, he's in this new position as the president of Baptist Missions. He calls me and said, I want to talk to you about something. Beat you. Yeah, and I said, actually, I wanted to talk to you about something. In that conversation, you said, here, there, there's this position that's been that's open in Asia. Would you consider taking on this pastoral role for these missionaries in our mission throughout Asia and the Pacific? I said, I, actually, that's sort of a burden on my heart already. He said, well, would you pray about it? I said, yeah, I'll pray about it. He said, you think you need two weeks? I said, I, I probably don't even need a week. We prayed about it two days, and we were ready to say yes. So I say it this way, I don't, I honestly don't feel completely comfortable or capable with pastoring missionaries who are older than me, <laughs> but I am completely confident that God has led us to this point and I am extremely burdened and passionate for keeping missionaries in Asia, which is the most needy continent in the world. And so that's what, that's what our job is, and that's what my burden is as we get to do. Sounds easy. Yeah, it's going to be a piece of cake. Yeah, yeah. So, so then why'd you come back to the States then? If, so in, in, in the course of that conversation, as I said, I, I, was, I said to him, uh, Pastor, I was getting ready to call you, and he said, I'll, I'm, I beat you to it. I'm calling you. And I, he said, why don't you tell me what you're going to call me about first? And I said, well, I was thinking of putting this furlough off for a year. And he said, well, actually, what the things I'm going to talk to you about maybe would bring you back. And... And so this, the job that I've taken over this role, part of the role is recruitment of new missionaries. Part of the role is welcoming and developing a relationship with missionaries who are on deputation, ready and trying to go to Asia. So during, we came home really to get to know these new missionaries and to accept these new missionaries that are uh, joining Baptist Pen Missions now. And so we have a relationship with them when they head off to the mission field. And that's part of what we've been doing even now. So have you had to do any additional training necessarily or? Not yet. Not Your wife yet. has been training, right? <laughs> yeah. a, a little, a little. So, so the, the training, the training that we've had to do is, is more, I would say, sort of administrative, yeah. uh, getting, getting to know some new software, yeah. uh, that kind of stuff. And what, as it relates to accounts in our mission and even financial accounts, things like that. That's sure. kind of the new training that I've had to do and be in the home office for, for some of that. Yeah. It's, so is it training or just getting to know different aspects of the job that I, I will need to know when I go back to Thailand? Mm -hmm. So you said it's not just 
Thailand, it's other other countries. Yes. yes. What other countries? So there would be so? there would be some closed countries that are not open to to missionaries that, that you, you may can, not list. That I may not I list. Continue. Yes, mm-hmm. there would be. Uh, so, but open countries: uh, Japan, Thailand, Cambodia, uh, Guam, and and some smaller islands in the Pacific, uh, Indonesia. Um, Australia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. yeah. So all of that, and my frankly, my goal is, and my burden is that in the future, we'll we'll get more missionaries into even other close countries, specifically Muslim countries, uh, through other avenues than just being missionaries, but you know, maybe tent makers and businessmen and things like that as well. Which yeah. I have some people on the radar even now that I'm going to be helping doing that very, very, very soon. Wow, that sounds like a lot of busy work. It is. <laughs> it is busy Which work. you like to do, right? Yes. I, I am, you don't like to sit around kind of guy, right? Not so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm much more of a people person than I am yeah. a sit at a computer kind of person. And there's yeah. a little bit of both well, with this yeah. particular role. So how does, how does your role change? Well, looking back, you know, the wife is more like a support mm-hmm. to the husband, might take a trip and... Um, not a whole lot. Being encouragement, being though. encouragement to the ladies. And yeah, I can see that being very important. Yes. I happen to think yes. that she's going to be more influential than she thinks she is. Mm-hmm. But I also think that she actually is going to be an encouragement and it may be in a different way than another administrator's wife would be having, being a person who was won to the Lord mm-hmm. by missionaries in Asia. Yeah. I happen to think that she's going to be an encouragement to missionary wives yeah. in a different way. I'm sure a lot of missionary wives feel alone. I mean, yes, right, yes. absolutely. Yes. I mean, you're you're in your native land, so yes. it may not feel the same. But yes. other people come to another country, maybe don't learn the language as well as their husband, yeah. don't make all yes. the connections. They're at home. Did by you do your homework? Yeah. I, I, I apparently, I apparently, you've done your homework I know, on this. I know. Yeah. Plenty of missionaries too. Yeah. Oh, because they're always coming back off the field, you know. Yes. And mm-hmm. and some of those things that you've just mentioned are frankly things that we've seen yeah. missionaries leave Thailand over. Sure. Some sure. of those very things. Mm. So yeah, your role will change now. But you still have two? We have three. three. As we Children. say, we have two young, right? and another one. How, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two and another one? Yeah. So we <laughs> I say that one because a little later. <laughs> Yes, uh, a lot later. Um, So we have our oldest is going to be 16 here this month. Our second is 14. And then the other one is four. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good news is we've got that figured out now. And I'm pretty sure there won't be any more. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I got five. So yeah, and I'm hopefully done. Um, So you'll so the older two can hang back when you've got to go. Yes. Are, are you going to travel on your own when you have to go to these other countries? Will she come with there you? Will be, What's that plan? There will be times when she will go with me whether she wants to or not. <laughs> and then there will be other times when I'll, I will go by myself. Sure. Um, the times when she goes with me, we have a very close missionary couple, friend, their family that all three of our kids can go and be part of their yeah. f- oh, their family for a week at a time or so. Yeah. Yeah. And they it'll be okay. <laughs> they've, already, they've already offered. And our family feels very comfortable with them. Um, Yeah, that'll be something. But also the fact, I think maybe part of what made us attractive in taking this role is that for my wife, 
she's when I'm traveling out and going to these different places, she's not a foreign missionary wife okay. in a foreign right. land. Right. Sure. She's at home. Right. And whether she wants me back or not is <laughs> we'll save that for another podcast. <laughs> so Okay, so um, you know, here in the United States everyone's like can't wait for COVID to go away. Maybe the election will change things. But but that's it's happening all over the world. So yeah. obviously the American election isn't affecting the rest of the world. So in, in Thailand, you're still locked down. You yes. can't even get there right now. Correct. So how is it going to be different when you go back? What, let's say they're like, okay, we're, we're, we'll let you back in. But I mean, is even the church open right now? Yes, actually. So we did a hard lockdown from March, March to May. Okay. That was the hard lockdown where we had rules about how many people could be even inside of a church yep. during that period of time. It couldn't be more than 10. Yep. Um, at, at the end of May, the numbers were under control enough that they did sort of a soft opening. And now basically, um, t- Asians aren't fighting over masks. They're not fighting over social distancing. That's not an Asian value. Mm-hmm. In Asia, you have a cold, you wear a mask anyway. Yeah. Sure. Or you live in Bangkok or you live in a, in a city with a lot of pollution, mm-hmm. people are wearing masks. So sure. that's, not sure, a, that's not even a fight. No. Yeah. No. So right now, the requirements, everyone wears masks. No one cares. Yeah. Uh, and so we've been meeting together in our church since the beginning of June. When we go, and, and so all that said, st- stuff society malls all these things started opening really the beginning of june as well you just everyone who goes in there is wearing a mask and whether they're social distancing or not well that's to that's a sort of a different thing but everyone's wearing a mask they're they try to control the crowd or, or at least do some some kind of tracking or tracing by uh every mall every store literally everyone they'll have a they'll have a qr, QR code that you have to scan, scan in and out. I oh I'm probably in 25 different stores right now because I always remember to scan in. I always forget to scan out. So, so they can't they, find you. Yeah, as far as they know, I'm still in Thailand except for my my passport. Um, so all that the malls are open. Yes. They're I don't know if they're as full as they were. They very well maybe. Yeah. Um, even the but sky could, train now, no yeah. social distance. Yeah, there's they no. They can sit right next to each other. Yeah, now. the sky trains but open no up. Talking, yeah. <laughs> no talking. Yeah, keep your mouth shut. Yes. So yeah, there's not even that. There's not even the space no. as there was from March to yeah. May and then mm-hmm. early June. Yeah. That's all opened up and yeah. things are pretty well back to normal. It's just mm-hmm. you'll see a lot more people wearing masks sure. and not making big issues. But you can have shows. church. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It was really cool that you know. On a side note, even. We didn't know exactly who was all going to come back. Yeah. We had been in very good contact because we have a smaller church. So we were able to keep contact and close contact with all these people. But you, you don't know when it's time to open back up. What's yeah. going to happen? Right. We were averaging in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. before COVID. Mm-hmm. Our first Sunday back, we had 45 people there. Wow. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only gone up from then. Yeah. So everyone came back. Yeah, I think that's interesting to hear you say that because we're we're having that same issue here where we're having like, hey, where did these people go? And like, <laughs> yes. they've decided to get lazy and like, oh, yeah. I can just stay yeah. home and watch online. And yeah, yeah, yeah so that's a challenge. Yes. That's a challenge. Yes. And I don't I don't have the answer to that challenge. Yeah. I know we're just chasing them down one by one. Stuff that we discussed on our end in Thailand mm-hmm. was how long do we keep this live stream going? Yeah, it's good in some ways. Sure. But if it if it's a crutch, right. 
Well, let's not keep the crutch. Let's let's take the crutch out and let yeah. and make people walk a little bit. And yeah. I think they're still doing some. I don't know if it's live streaming, but they're maybe yeah. recording it and then putting it yeah. online later yeah. yep. to yeah. try not to make it that much easier still yep. when people just frankly need to come back. Yeah, same here. We're trying to balance that. You know, you have like um, we're doing a mask service because we have lots of people who either medically need it or their job is requiring it. Okay, so they can't mm-hmm. go somewhere unless mm-hmm. they're going to a place that has a mask, right. so they okay. can't come or. Right. If they have to stay home, right. because again, whatever, any of those reasons, that's why we're doing live stream. We don't want it to be so great that people just feel comfortable sitting at home because they still need the community. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, we that's learned, a challenge. We learned that with Zoom. It was like, this is great, except there's delays and you can't read body language as well. And yep. boy, you yeah. can't even hear sometimes as well. So yes. Yeah. Yep. It works okay, but it's not, what it, not the way it was meant to be, right? No, it's really not. Yeah. Sort of a Band-Aid. Yeah. Exactly. Let's rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, that's uh, right. Okay, so for our church, specifically Sailorville, what what do you want to say to them? What can they do for you? I mean, it's, you're kind of in this limbo right now. Yeah. Hoping and praying for this December date. Yep. Um, Certainly be in prayer for us. We would appreciate that very much. Our More than our desire, uh, our... We just really want to go back mm-hmm. as soon as we can. Um, while we're here, we like America. We could, but this isn't home. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we want to go back. A bigger thing that really, I frankly think, needs a lot of consideration and prayer, as Jesus said it in the book of Matthew, fervent prayer, serious prayer. Right now, at this time, there's a generation of missionaries who are gradually retiring, the baby boom generation. Mm-hmm. I counted in our mission, I saw also on ABWE's website, and our mission in the next 10 years, 170 missionaries are retiring. Mm-hmm. ABWE, on their website last month, two, over 200 missionaries are hitting retirement age. Wow. There's nowhere close to replacement level appointees or people volunteering. We have more people on the earth, on the world right now, 7.75 billion people. Less people are going out to meet the need to, and to frankly answer the call of reaching the lost for Christ. We're not coming even frankly close. I just see it right now, the, the cupboards, if you will, they just need to be restocked mm-hmm. really badly, really quickly. We have this opportunity. We don't know how long it's going to last. Mm-hmm. Speaking of some, some closed countries, I sort of see the door gradually closing in certain countries of the world mm-hmm. where we've been able to get people in there in the past. Mm-hmm. And because of strained relationships with America, as well as their ability to, in technology, to track people who are doing ministry mm-hmm. and evangelism, mm-hmm. maybe sure. underground type of evangelism, those doors are starting to close. Mm-hmm. Governments, even backward governments, are starting to get up to speed and how to track people who are doing evangelism in those countries. Wow. So the, the doors, even the, the, and the windows, they're not gonna stay open forever. Mm-hmm. People, I just really, Jesus said himself, pray the Lord, the Lord of harvest to send forth laborers. Mm-hmm. At that time with his disciples, he didn't say pray for people to be saved. He said, beg God for more laborers. Mm. And I really think that that's something that, frankly, every Christian and every church 
has the ability to do. It's not a call that everyone goes to be a missionary, but we all have this mandate to beg God to send people out to the most needy places in the world. And I think we're in a very key, important period in the church age. And I have no, honestly, I, I don't have a confidence one way or the other how the church is gonna respond. Mm-hmm. Well, even churches here are dying. I mean, yes. So it's yes. not just. So, what do you think it is that's um, scaring people or not motivating people, or why why is why is it different now? Do you feel like what do you think it is that like? I mean, there was ISIS there for a while. You know, people were afraid of that or whatever. And I don't know. Um, I mean, what is it that people are scared of that? I'll give my perspective. You can give your perspective as someone who was not born and did not grow up in America. My perspective is no matter how hard we try to keep the world, the, the culture of the world, if you will, out of the church, it makes its way in and we get a level of comfort that we're frankly just not maybe willing to sacrifice. So that's not in my view. And if I'm wrong, I, I, I'm happy to be told I'm wrong. I would like to be wrong, frankly. In my view, it's that we all know what the need is, but we've, gone, we've grown so accustomed to the life that we have mm-hmm. and comfortable in the life that we have that the desire to be comfortable sometimes causes us to overlook, frankly, the call of God to not get comfortable. I can see that. Do you, do you have a perspective that I, that's different than mine even? Well, even from my perspective, it's second generation. Oh, it's a second generation Christian. Christian. It's totally different than the first generation mm-hmm. because it seems like their life is easier, you know, no persecution or mm-hmm. no... One look down. That's from my angle from Th- for Thailand. Even the second generation, like Christians, Christians in Thailand, mm-hmm. they're all more like comfortable. You know, they don't want to go. They want to hang out with their friends, unsafe friends. That they don't want to be the the, the Christian the in Christian. the group. Yes, you know? and that people can pick on them, so they would just want to be that's an neutral. Sure. That, so, that's a good perspective. And yeah, just easy, comfortable life, and yeah. they just want to blend in. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's just like my kid, like my, I mean, I grew up in the church, but I was, um, my life was changed later and my wife did not grow up in the church. And so I can see there being more passion there because there's a big, bigger contrast, right? Yes. Because the life before and life after. Yes. When your kids grow up in the church. Yes. And so they're just like, oh yeah. This, this is, is normal how, life. Yeah, this yes. is how it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I see that. Yes. Hmm. Now, how do we fix that? <laughs> Don't let them get comfortable. Uh, yeah. Take 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 the kids on missions trips. Yeah. Send them over to hang out with the Beckmans for a month. That's right. I'll send all five of mine. Um, <laughs> one at a time. I do have one that is claiming as of now that he wants to be a missionary. He's well, cool. it for a while now. Really? So we'll see what happens. He's getting baptized here in a couple couple weeks. So. Okay. Cool. Cool. He's eleven, so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I'll have him come over and talk that with you would, yeah. and ask you all the questions he wants. Cool. cool. We'll answer yeah. any question. I'm sort of an open book. All right. Yeah. So. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. All uh, right. If anybody has any questions, you can just send them to the church, and we'll send them on, get you connected with the Beckmans if you're interested in missions, and we have a missions team. 
Um, you can connect with us online. And uh, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time.